We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's MAGA Hump Day. Here we go. Hey, Matt, what you doing to me? Nancy is moving in all her garbage out in the hallway. Those milkers. I hope you hear Maggie <laughs> laughing. Call your purchasing of telegraphing. With rhinos advising and compromising. Lee's Frank loves you. The United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. An historic moment. The first time. Means we never really lied. This is great. Extra hot twice. Back to the closet you go. And the U.S. House now in a recess. A short time ago, lawmakers voting to remove California Representative Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker. The motion was offered by Florida's Matt Gates. The final vote tally was 216 yeas and 210 Gone. Yeats. Out of a job. Gone. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. MAGA hump day. That's what we, we will... Dub it. MAGA hump day. Hope you're all doing great. It was a crazy uh, evening yesterday. The House is in chaos. Congre- the Congress, because they're all a bunch of cons. You can't spell Congress without con. So Matt Gates stood up. And, and listen, I, I've said it. I said at the end of last week, the beginning of this week. I don't trust any of them. I was skeptical if Matt Gates was actually going to pull the plug and make the motion to vacate, but he did. He did it. I'll give him the credit with it. You know, the credit is due. Again, I don't dislike Matt Gates. I just, you know, I'm just tired of all these fire brands and fire brands and their big mouths just spewing a lot of shit and not a lot of action. Eight Republicans voted with Democrats to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. I don't know. 
I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it. I despise Kevin McCarthy. I'm glad he's out. I was hoping that more Republicans would have been on board with it. I was not happy how some of them voted. But here we are. He's out. And his, you know, bow tie, pencil neck geek friend is the uh, interim speaker for now until they elect one. I just find it interesting that they want to take <clears throat> a week off, from what I understand, until they vote for another speaker. They want to, I believe, uh, hold elections on Tuesday. They want to take the week off. I guess yesterday was so traumatizing for them because there was such a shakeup in the chamber. I mean, this is what it takes takes to, to shake up the House of Representatives, that they're all grouped up huddled on on the on the floor praying after the after the vote and all this other bullshit give me a break let's just stop so many lies so many things that should be done that weren't done so many things that need to be done that aren't being done and all the gaslighting and all the patting on the back and i did this and he did that <clears throat> i'm tired of it <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. I see a bunch of people in the chat. Good morning. I don't know. What do you all think about it? George Washington was black. Oh, if you missed last night's episode of We the People Radio, we had fun with Ian uh, Went, the uh, founder and CEO of the official Patriot Gear. I'm sure if you you have to know Patriot Gear by now. I mean, it's been around for a while. It's it's very popular. Uh, so he was on last night. We were talking about a a bunch of things. <clears throat> He's got a great brand. And uh, it stands for, you know, some great stuff in the movement of standing up and trying to take our country back, which, okay, the House Speaker, is this a start that we got rid of Kevin McCarthy, the establishment rhino who holds and controls some of the biggest GOP donors? Is Kevin McCarthy going to go scorched earth with the support that he has outside of the House? I'm talking about donors and voters and that cult following he has for whatever reason. But he does have this cult following of very large donors that he controls and gives marching orders to. Who was he going to target? We know he's going to target Matt Gates, but I don't think I don't think Matt Gates is anything to worry about in, in Florida. He's very popular in Florida and he blows out his elections every time he runs. But I think there are others he'll go after. You know, people were unhappy how Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert voted no to to not get rid of him. Marjorie Taylor Greene voted no. There's a lot of people that voted no. And I'm not going to... It's not the end-all and be-all because I was also told by a couple members of Congress and staff that they knew who was voting mostly they knew who was voting, uh, whichever way they were voting. Some people were, fall, as they called, falling on the sword. I think they knew, had a good idea what was going to happen. I think they only needed like five votes uh, to vote along with Democrats to uh, to get rid of them. I think, I'm, I'm hoping that there is no negotiations going forward with uh, the, the left, with the Democrat, because the Democrats, I, I just, I don't want to see it. We need we need big moves, and now it's who is going to be the speaker. And of course, right after Troy Nell's out of Texas, said he was going to nominate Donald Trump. Boomer sweats Hannity, 
was already talking that he had sources saying that Trump would consider the position when he, when they were electing Kevin McCarthy, uh, Donald Trump made it clear that he wasn't interested. I don't know how, how that'll shake out. We'll talk about that. But so that was the big, the big news. Obviously, Kevin McCarthy's removed as speaker. I, I, I would love to see. Trump as speaker. Yes, Marjorie Taylor knee pads. She does not want to vacate the space she occupies underneath Kevin McCarthy's desk. Well, now he's just going to move to a different desk. So maybe there's room for her under his, uh, his previous desk. Lauren Bubert. I'm not surprised. I expected her to vote not to vacate for the sole reason that she is so her seat is so vulnerable. I don't not the not the fact that she gave an over the pants hand job to a Democrat in a dark theater. I don't care about that. I don't care if she jerked off four guys. It really doesn't make a difference to me. She is a do nothing in Congress, but a big mouth, big mouth, pinchy face. Who, you know, can put on a dress and have her store bought tits just flopping out all over the place. Not impressed. She never did anything impressive. But she's vulnerable. She barely won her seat the last time. Most likely not going to win it the next time. So I think her attitude is she needs Kevin McCarthy because of all of the large donors that he holds in his pocket and the control that he has and the influence that he has in the hopes that, hey, Kevin, I supported you when they were ousting you as speaker. I hope you remember that when I'm running for my seat and you endorse me and you come and you fundraise for me. Because unfortunately, in the establishment GOP world, and these people that look up to these rhinos like they're fucking gods, still will look at Kevin McCarthy and go, oh, Kevin McCarthy's going to be an event. Let me go and, and give a bunch of money to whatever event he's going to. Because he is one of the, if not the largest fundraiser in the GOP. Unfortunately, Marjorie Taylor Greene is as well. Marjorie Taylor knee pads. But... <clears throat> Yeah, Trump is speaker. It'll be interesting. So, Matt Gates' motion to vacate the chair against the House. It passed after a vote on the House floor yesterday. Zero Hedge reports that McCarthy is now the shortest-serving speaker since 1876. And we don't know how accurate that is. If you remember, and uh, we actually follow each other on Twitter, and if you're not following him, the lectern guy, the guy who was uh, on January 6th who took Nancy Pelosi's lectern and took a picture of it, Great guy. He's got like five kids. Go follow the lectern guy on Twitter. At some point, we're going to have him on a Freedom Friday. We just weren't able to schedule it. And he's going to come on with us. And uh, and and he's great. He actually makes the lecterns. Uh, he's a, a woodworker. And he doesn't sell them, but he gives them to people who he feels are out there, you know, fighting for the movement. And it's pretty cool. The argument is that the lectern guy is the shortest serving speaker of the house because he literally carried around Nancy Pelosi's lectern in the uh, Capitol on January 6th, which I thought was a, a great move. Unfortunately he had to, he got in trouble for it. He's not in jail anymore and he's, he's a free man, but uh, yeah, maybe he's the shortest serving speaker since 1876 and Kevin McCarthy's second. So, uh, and, and also, apparently, Kevin McCarthy is also the first Speaker of the House forced out of the job in American history. So whether Kevin McCarthy has been a political icon before being ousted, 
he definitely is now being the only establishment cuck being forced out of the job in U.S. history. What does that tell us? It tells us it can be done. It wasn't done by enormous numbers, but it can be done. It shows that there are people willing to stand up to the um, criticizing, the, the, the criticism and the being ganged up on to stand what they believe in, in ousting Kevin McCarthy. I'm just hoping, again, this is where my trust dwindles. I'm hoping those people that made this happen removed Kevin McCarthy for the right reasons and not for their own reasons, that they did it in order to show that Kevin McCarthy is a liar. He lied on so many things and he, we're holding him accountable because we truly care about America, the American people in America. And, and we want to save this Republic because I just read it somewhere and I have, to, I don't remember where I read it, but it was a, it was a great comment statement it says this country will be saved by those who love it could be you it could be all of us who love this country are the ones that are going to save it and there are so many different ways to do that is this one way by changing the leadership in congress in order to get someone else in there that can direct the party in the house in the right direction to uh, upright this sinking ship Yes, Jobs Dead. Happy National Emergency Broadcast Day. Are you all ready for the 5G zombies? Well, well let me, I, I, you know what? I, I wrote that down and I forgot because I was going to speak about that at the top of the show. The 5G zombies are coming today. So are you all prepared? Are you all ready? About 2 o'clock, we're going to get this strange FEMA broadcast noise, this 5G sonar that's going to trigger all of the maybe vaccinated people and turn them into 5G zombies. This is literally what people are saying. This this happened, I think, in, U, in the UK like a week or so ago. They did a test. Uh, I'm so tired of hearing about it. <clears throat> people like, <clears throat> put your phone in a one of those bags and put it in the microwave, turn it off, throw it in the river, just throw it out and go buy another one tomorrow. I can't, I can't handle it. If, if they wanted to, to mind control us, do you think they would give us a heads up and advertise, hey, we're going to do this fancy, you know, if they're just going to do it and they're going to take control of our phones and make this horrific sound happen and alarm an emergency broadcast system, why not just do it? It'd take element of surprise. Oh, what's this? Why, why is my phone doing this? I'm going to stare at it and I'm going to become a 5G zombie. Oh my God. Instead of warning us, I, I, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, uh, the wet brains are, uh, are taking over and people aren't, aren't paying attention. It's just stupid. <sighs> Was that, it's like two o'clock from two o'clock to two 30 or two o'clock to two 50. Are we all going to, is this like the next Y2K? Oh, Wait, I'm not a zombie? Nothing happened? On the other hand, if this emergency broadcast system does turn vaccinated people into 5G zombies, it's going to be the most epic target practice ever to be since I've been alive. I will tell you that. So 5G zombies, I would just steer clear of where I'm going to be 
or uh, you're going to be part of that uh, moving target exercise. Anyway, you're starting to sound like my mother-in-law with the phone in a bag. Oh, my God. Put it in the bag. Put it in that lead bag. Wrap it in tin foil. Throw it in the microwave. Oh, my God. People who got six jabs will start foaming at the mouth. You know, in a sense, I'd hate to say it, but there's a little part of me that would love to see all those boosted fucks start foaming at the mouth. So I could just say, that's why I didn't get vaccinated. I'm just listening to this alarm. You're over here. Your brain is scrambling. Sorry, not sorry. I told you. I told you. Uh, don't waste your ammo on zombies. <laughs> that's good advice, Jobs Dead. That's good advice. All right. Listen, if you haven't hit the thumbs up yet, hit the thumbs up on the video. You're a fed. It doesn't take much. It's right under the video. Hit the thumbs up. Don't make me ask you again. Please. Just do it. It's not a big deal. All right. Back to this Kevin McCarthy bullshit. McCarthy, shortest serving speaker since 1876. Matt Gates officially he filed his highly anticipated motion to vacate. I'll give him credit. I'm glad he did it to show that he wasn't all talk. He wasn't full of shit. He did it. They voted. The vote passed. <clears throat> He's gone. Kevin McCarthy at first was not worried about it. And then right before the vote, he was. He said, well, if, if, five, if five Republicans vote along with Democrats, I'm gone. And well, eight did, and he's gone. <clears throat> One member of the House motioned to table the vote on Gates's motion to vacate, and 11 House rep- Republicans voted no, which means 11 Republicans said no. We need to have this vote on vacating, which is weird because 11 Republicans voted not to table it, not to stop the vote, and then only... Eight Republicans voted to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. So I wonder what happened to the other three. There were people, I believe, that didn't vote that weren't in the chamber. I believe Anna Paulina Luna was one of them. They called her twice. I don't think she voted. I'm not 100% if Corey Mills voted. But the 11 Republicans who voted nay for tabling the motion was Andy Biggs, Ken Buck, Tim Burchett, Eli Crane, Warren Davidson, Matt Gates, Bob Good, Corey Mills, Nancy Mace, Matt Rosendale, and Victoria Sparts. So they voted to move forward the process to remove Kevin McCarthy. And then only eight out of the 11 voted to, uh, to get rid of him. Which, well, listen, that's, that's all you need. 216 to 210 vote to remove McCarthy was spearheaded again by Matt Gates. And it came after months of internal dissent within the GOP. Things that, that, that Kevin McCarthy didn't do. He didn't stop aid to Ukraine. As a matter of fact, he supports it with a stupid Ukraine pin and, and a handkerchief out of his pocket. He, uh, he didn't release any of the January 6th tapes when he said he would in time. He had no intentions of, and every single second needs to be released to the public. But there, were, there was a lot of things that he should have done, and he didn't. So among the Republicans voting for the removal were Andy Biggs, Ken Buck, Tim Burchett, 
Eli Crane. I like Eli Crane a lot. I think he's going to do good things. Bob Good, Nancy Mace, who I'm not a fan of. Nancy Mace, I just, I, I think she's a rhino. And Matt Rosendale of Montana. So I'm, I'm just, there's a lot, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people not there that I believe should be there. Again, we, we know there's a lot of side deals. It is what it is. It's politics. It sucks. It's a very seedy, seedy world. <clears throat> and there are no friends in D.C. They say if you're in politics and you need a friend in D.C., get a dog. That's pretty much... Oh, no. So... <laughs> Barack Obama and Big Mike's anniversary. No, I didn't celebrate it. However, what's interesting is Barack Obama's running around California at these swanky restaurants looking for blow. Oh, and guys to blow. And Michelle Obama is in Italy, I believe, with um, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg hanging out on Steven Spielberg's $250 million yacht, just hanging out. So this was a post. I'm going to bring it up. Give me one second. Uh, Barry Satoro put this tweet out. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. Michelle Obama. You're brilliant, kind, funny, and beautiful. And I'm lucky to call you mine. Dude. So this is the picture they put up. Not a very flattering picture of Big Mike at all. This was put up yesterday, yesterday morning. So I um, I retweeted it, and I'm just like, this close-up of, of him. The, does, does, that, does that pass as a woman? And maybe it's shadowing, but below the chin, you can kind of see a line. Like maybe there's an, an Adam's apple there. Okay, this is the same photo, unedited. But then uh, the next photo may be disturbing, so viewer discretion is advised. I went for the close-up of Big Mike's crotch in the jeans. I don't know. You zoom in on it. It might be hard to see on, on the show, but you, it's on my Twitter. You just take the photo and you kind of zoom in on it. I'm not trying to be a meat gazer here or anything like that. But not for nothing. Eh, it looks like it's bulging a little. I should go a little bit of a gut, you know? Uh, th those hands are like fucking gorilla hands. I didn't mean that in a racial way. I meant the size of them. Last time I said Michelle Obama had gorilla hands, I was attacked like crazy calling me a racist. It said, uh, fuck off. I, I don't Call me whatever you want. Tell me. Tell me that that is not a dude. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Look at it. You, you can't look away. This is the one time, this is the one time it's acceptable to be a meat gazer because we're just, we're doing investigative work here. All right? Anyway, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> uh, she's packing. She's packed. She's got a baby's arm holding an apple in there, I bet. She looks like Juana Man from that movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Still no word at all from Larry Sinclair. I don't know. He did the Tucker interview and that was it. Yeah, I can't believe that Nancy Mays voted yes either. I was I was actually shocked. Joanna man, I can't take it. So Kevin McCarthy says he's not going to run for speaker again. And I'm going to make you endure his little speech right after. It's not, eh, it's about three minutes. But you'll suck it up. Let's hear what this, I didn't even listen to it. This is the first time. I'm going to listen to it with you. Let's listen to what this rhino cuck has to say. Ended up being the 55th Speaker of the House. One of the greatest honors. I loved every minute. Hmm. The one thing I will tell you is, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it is necessary. I don't regret standing up for choosing governing over grievance. It is my responsibility. It is my job. I do not regret negotiating. Our government is designed to find compromise. I don't regret my efforts to build coalitions and find solutions. I was raised to solve problems, not create them. So I may have lost a vote today, but as I walk out of this chamber, I feel fortunate to have served the American people. No, you didn't, asshole. I leave the speakership with a sense of pride, accomplishment, and yes, optimism. From the day I entered politics, my mission has always been to make tomorrow better than today. I fought for what I believe in, and I believe in this country of America. You believe my goals in have money not and changed. power, piece of shit. My ability to fight is just in a different form. You need two 18s. Unfortunately, 4% of our conference can join all the Democrats and dictate who can be the Republican speaker in this house. I don't think that rule is good for the institution, but apparently I'm the only one. I believe I can continue to fight, maybe in a different manner. I will not run for speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. I hope you realize that every day I did the job, regardless whether you underestimated me or not, I wanted to do it with a smile. I grew to enjoy you, even on your toughest days and your questions. I could always tell what day it was based upon your question. Monday, you would ask if oh, I could pass the bill. Shut up. Tuesday was whether the rule would pass. All right, I don't need to hear about your, you know, groveling with the with with the press this asshole did not serve the american people and he talks about fighting in a different way and this evil fuck's mind is i am going to go after every america first candidate with my fundraisers and my donors to get rid of them all because he did it during the midterms he pulled his funding from my good friend jr majewski in ohio's ninth district who just got back in the race again he did it he turned on Joe Kent in Washington State, who's running again, and others. He's a phony fuck, tells you what you want to hear, because there's always, and I've heard this from people that are close to him, that have had real-life experience running for office. If you don't have anything to offer Kevin McCarthy, he has nothing to give you or offer you. But he'll make it seem like he does. He is shit. He doesn't care about the American people. He'll serve as congressman now in just his little district in California. Maybe he'll run again. I'm sure he will. He can't give this up. But we need more of this 
on so many different levels. If the American people could get their heads out of their asses and actually do this to rhino candidates at the ballot box, we would be so much better off. When you see an America First candidate running for office in your district or you hear of one in another district and you like them and there's a sense of trust that this person is going to do what's needed to help save this country and care about the American people, then donate to them directly. Never donate to the party. Never, ever, 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 ever donate to the party. So now who... Who are we going to get as our speaker? Because it's either going to be really bad or it's going to be somewhat good. It's never going to be, this is amazing. I mean, it can be amazing if they were able to nominate and elect Donald Trump as Speaker of the House, but unfortunately, because of the rhino cuck Republicans that are there... I don't know if Donald Trump could pull the votes. What do they need, 50 or 51? I forget what it, what it was. We should know it. I mean, it took 15 times to, to get this guy in, in the seat. I'm happy as an American voter. I, I, am really, I am really happy. I don't care that the Democrats are groveling. Or look at the Republicans infighting. I don't care about any of that shit. It's all political optics. It's all nonsense. I'm happy of the amount of chaos being brought to the House. I am beyond happy, and I want to see more of it, and I want to see it in the Senate, and I want to see chaos in government because all they have done for decades and decades and decades is, is wreaked havoc and chaos on our country, on us and our trust. The money, the spending, the border, the economy. I'm sorry, but... My biggest issue out of all of the issues right now is the border. It needs to be shut down. It needs to be shut down immediately. And I would, I, again, I'll say it again. I'm broken record. I want to see the government shut down until the border is shut. Shut the border. Open the government. That's it. That's it. Keep the border open. Government stays closed. Uh, that is what I want to see. Make congress congressional fist fighting great again. Oh, I would love to see it. Like they're breaking out in fights like in hockey games. I would love to see it. End the war in Ukraine. Or at, at least end the, add the aid. I mean, no, end foreign aid. I'm tired of it. So we need someone with fangs and a backbone. Uh, who's it going to be? I mean, let, let's, let's, let's call, um, up in a perfect world, in a perfect world, and the, the way the climate is right now, I would love to see Donald Trump as Speaker of the House. One, he's not a member of the House, and it would be great to just see that. And two, it would be great to watch every anti-Trump Republican squirm in their seats and Democrats have an all out. I don't know what the Democrats would do if they managed to get Trump elected as Speaker of the House. 
I don't know what they would do. They would probably turn around and want to shut down the government. I, I, I don't, I can't imagine the reaction of some of these Democrats. They would need in-house counselors, crisis counselors for these uniparty members. Yeah, Ukraine by all definition is a, is a colony now. They'll be the 51st state. We'll get senators out of Ukraine. I want to see, I just, next week is going to be uh, pretty, pretty great. You know what next, and again, what are we being distracted from? It is what it is. This is going to clog up the news. Hunter Biden got arraigned. Nobody even knows about it. It's, it's, we have to keep pushing forward. I want to see Trump as speaker. The only problem with that is the speaker of the house. He's got to be there. He's got to run a campaign. He's got to deal with all these ridiculous lawsuits and indictments. It sucks. But if anyone I feel I could do it and pull it off, it is Donald Trump. A hundred percent. And you know, Troy Nels, I like Troy Nels from Texas a lot because one, he's a huge cigar smoker. And if you're a cigar smoker, you, uh, you gain a lot of credit with me for obvious reasons. MyPatriotCigar.com. But Congressman Troy Nels shakes up speaker race and nominates Donald Trump for Speaker of the House. He's publicly said it. He's thrown a curveball into the already tumultuous race for Speaker of the House, taking the Twitter. Nels announced that he will nominate former President Donald J. Trump for Speaker of the House. This bombshell comes on the heels of the historic 216 at 210 vote to get rid of that cuck McCarthy so he can go, yes, and hang out by the fireplace with his gay lover, Frank Lutz. You know, I don't know do, they, she, do they still share an apartment together? I think they share bed sheets too. It's great. Yep. I think, oh yeah, North Carolina Representative Patrick Henry, he's been... Uh, Named the uh, speaker pro temp, pro temp or uh, the temporary speaker. And um, he's good friends with uh, Kevin McCarthy. He was the guy in the video in the beginning. From Miguelifornia, by the way. I forgot the, our opening video from a good friend at Miguelifornia where he was slamming the gavel down like, like the gavel owed him money. He was so upset. It's, um, I would, you know that, I'll tell you what. But every time I look at your name, I laugh and I see it all the time. Buck fight. And I don't know why I, I laugh all the time. Don Jr. What about Jr.? Don Jr. is Speaker of the House. I'm with it. I'm with it for the sole reason that it would still just the it would destroy lives. It would it would destroy lives. Don, Donald Trump running for president, Don Jr. Speaker of the House. I mean, I'm not against it, but I don't know. He, he, I don't think he would garner the support Donald Trump would. But listen, let, let's, let's face reality. The House is full of snaky pieces of shit. Rhino establishment. I mean, honestly, answer. But whether you're in the chat now or the comments later. Do you think Donald Trump could possibly get the votes, even if it took 15 times to become Speaker of the House? I don't know yet. I don't know what my answer is. I would like to think that maybe. 
You know how many side deals are going to be struck between last night and Tuesday when they start? If that's supposedly what they're doing is they're taking the week off and Tuesday they're going to come back and start electing a speaker. All business has stopped and will not continue until a speaker is elected. And I think next week it's going to be complete chaos in there because he will go through the whole thing about nominating people. And General Flynn, General Flynn, maybe, maybe. I told Roger Stone, I says, Roger, you should put your name in the ring. You should put your name, get in there and become Speaker of the House. It'd be the best dressed speaker in American history. But he doesn't want that. And unfortunately, it's probably going. And so let's just take it, Donald Trump out of it. Who do we have? Listen, I like Byron Donalds. I do. And he's come a long way. He's new in politics. And I know he is a big Trump supporter. They speak often. Like, I know this for a fact. A lot of people don't see it. I do like him. I think he would be a good speaker. We, if it's not Donald Trump, we need a speaker that is going to, we need a pro-MAGA, pro-Trump speaker. That is bottom line what we need. And I believe with that in place, it will be that much easier for Donald Trump to walk into the White House and be the 47th president. If it's not Donald Trump, then who as speaker? I'll tell you, the first name that comes to my mind is Byron Donalds. I like him. I know he's pro-Trump. And what I'd also, I, I said this to my wife yesterday, I'd also love to see the Democrats lose their mind when the first black speaker of the house is a Republican because Hakeem Jeffries wants to be the first black speaker of the house without a doubt. That's what he wants. He wants that historical moment in time. He wants to be like, you know, Barack Obama, the first black enough gay president. Kamala Harris, the first black enough, whatever the, yeah, she's not even black. She's black enough, vice president. Hakeem Jeffries wants to be the first black speaker of the house. I would just love to see Byron Donalds up there with the gavel and said, look at me, motherfuckers, you wanted this and we got it. And do whatever he could to help Donald Trump get elected. I don't know who my second is. I don't know. I mean, I like Corey Mills from Florida too. I do. But I, I would, yeah, Republicans, Republicans just start to push Byron Donalds and when the Dems freak out, start calling him racist. Why are you all being, why are you all racist? You should all be voting for Byron Donalds. This is the Republicans' way in the House to bring in diversity, and inclusion into the House of Representatives. We want to elect the first African-American black House Speaker. And you're all saying no because he has an R next to his name. So by definition, he's an Uncle Tom, he's a coon, he's a traitor. Well, you are just showing your hand of being the true racist party that you are. I would put them on notice. I'm going to say this. 
I, if it's not Donald Trump, I want Byron Donalds. That's where I'm at right now. I'm the first, and he's going to, he's, yes, he's going to identify as a lesbian, and he's going to be the first black lesbian to speaker as a Republican. Because you're allowed to do that now. You're allowed to do that. The great Republican DEI campaign. I can't think of anything better. But in all honesty, I would love to see Donald Trump as Speaker of the House. Boom, boom, oh, sorry. Boomer Sweats Hannity. I don't know why this is doing this to me. I hate this. Boomer Sweats Hannity uh, last night, and I don't watch him, just but it's just a clip. I can't stand him. He says that sources tell him that Donald Trump would be open to serve. Let's listen to Boomer. Oh, sources telling me at this hour, some House Republicans have been in contact with and have started an effort to draft former President Donald Trump to be the next speaker. And I have been told uh, that uh, President Trump might be open to helping the Republican Party, at least in the short term, if necessary, uh, if it's needed. Anyway, but... So, boomer sweats. I, uh... I could see Republican... I could see them wanting Donald Trump, yes, temporary to unify the party within the House. I don't know. I don't know if that'll work because of just the sick establishment cucks that are members of the House. Uniparty members with the R next to their name. But I think I, I, I just, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'm not going to, I mean, there's no other way to put it. I would love to see it. And if he was open to serve and they were able to whip the votes in order for him to get elected, the meltdown on the left, the meltdown of some on the right, I think it would be glorious because the, I could see the headlines now. You know, and this is the leftist headlines because that's how they speak, and it's all bullshit. Twice impeached, (laughs) convicted rapist, four times indicted, misogynist, pussy-grabbing, lying, orange man, wannabe dictator, Putin's butt buddy, Donald Trump, to be Speaker of the House. Oh, my God. Uh, George Santos for speaker. <laughs> I, sent, <laughs> I, I sent him a text message yesterday. <laughs> he replied, no. <laughs> and, you know, he did, he did tell me that he was going to vote against the ousting of Kevin McCarthy because, and I get it, in George Santos's, uh spot, Kevin McCarthy did stand by George Santos with all of the bullshit that the Republicans were putting him through. So, but I know it stopped there where if it came down to the, to a shutdown because of the spending that the Senate maybe would have brought back or a Ukraine spending, he would not have voted the way Kevin McCarthy would have wanted him to vote. He did say that to me personally. And everything he, everything George Santos has said to me personally, he's either done or has, he's, yeah, that he's done or working on doing. So I would love to see George Santos speak. Because <laughs> he doesn't care what people think of him. And, that, and that's what I love about George Santos is he's so based. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the headlines. He claps back and he's good at clapping back. And you know what? 
he's been in Congress a very short time, and his his voting record speaks for itself. It really does. So, I mean, you, you that's another thing. People don't take the time to go look up voting records of some of these congressmen, and they and they should. But again, I I want. I would have loved to have seen Donald Trump Speaker of the House before Kevin McCarthy. I think he's, I think Donald Trump is the guy to unite the GOP. It would be great to see him lead the impeachment of whether it's Joe Biden or Alejandro Mayorkas or Merrick Garland. And obviously, I think he would be so vocal. The fight. Oh, I don't know what just happened to my camera. That was weird. Oh, the FBI must be messing with my feed. Sorry about that. That was very odd. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, right? We're still there. Someone in the chat just say that the uh, the tell me that the feed is fine. It looks it looks fine on my end, but that was uh that was a little weird. What just happened? Right? The FBI tapping in, getting ready for the five G zombies. Sorry about that. So are we good? Yep. FBI. Okay. <laughs> so. He would be very vocal about the open borders. I mean, and that, and that's what needs to happen. We we need the borders closed. I would shut down the government until the borders are closed. That that's just me. That's what would need to happen. So enough of this house shit. We're gonna have so much happen between now. They're gonna be talking about it until Tuesday. All the Sunday shows, and then Tuesday they're gonna start the elections. Uh, uh, for speaker, and it's going to be a shit show. So you know, you know, we'll be speaking about it next week. We'll probably something will come up. It's it's Wednesday. We have two more days, so who knows? There will be a Freedom Friday episode, eight thirty p.m. Eastern, with James Curry and I. We'll be doing memes of the week and uh, having fun. Um, but yeah. So anyway, all right, we're gonna move along. But first, first before that, I have to find. Oh no, we're good. Okay. All right, so this whole Trump judge thing is, it's wild, the the bias of this judge. The, hold on one second. Sorry, everybody. I lost something here, and I need to, I need to find it. So just bear with me. You know, this is what happens with a live show, and you self-produced. Sometimes you lose something. Oh, it's right here. Here it is. Just give me one second. Okay. So this uh, this judge, which is is completely biased, there's a, an old video that surfaced. Uh, if um, you didn't see it back in 2015, right? It's this video of this leftist judge. Look at this guy. Look at this. Uh, how many times did he fly on Epstein's plane? How many? I mean, come on. Look at this guy. How many weird fetish theaters or clubs has this guy been to? This guy's just, I, I don't know. The whole smug look, look at me, I'm a sicko. Fuck Chip Roy, Chip Soy, that piece of shit. I, th- that guy, yeah, big, big, De- big DeSantis scumbag. Nope. 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 Uh, oh, I, I like Clay Higgins. I also like, uh, was it Wesley Hunt? I like him also. <laughs> Yeah, this <laughs> he was probably the Epstein planes pilot, and I think this guy was blowing Epstein planes <laughs> the pilot. 2015 video of leftist judge Angeron, who was presiding over Trump real estate trial, 
brags about how he can flip a jury verdict based on emotion. So depend. So is, what is this guy like? Does this guy get his period? Like, does he suffer from menstrual cramps? Like, it, it depends. This is why I don't want a female as a president. Sorry, women. So, sorry, all you women in the chat. I know you understand because you're all such great sandwich makers who watch the show. You're, you, you know it. I cannot stand these. If you're going to rule and govern on emotion, no, no. That's what, that's what women do. I'm sorry. Right, call me a misogynist. Call me whatever you want. The, the fact remains. So this guy in 2015... Just it's it's very alarming. Where literally he he sat there on video and said that he rules, he he can rule based on emotion, and he's a lunatic. And we're gonna listen to this guy. It's only about two minutes. Check this out. Oh look, it doesn't want to play now. I have to refresh it. Refresh. Here now go. I'm gonna say something controversial, even though I'm being taped. Juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials. Thank God. Injury cases, but... contract disputes. But I've had situations where like, oh my, my heaven's sake. He didn't want to say, oh my Lord, because he's a fucking Satan worshiper. He's probably a kid toucher. Can you imagine if this guy was see, uh, uh, overseeing criminal trials and, you, you know, you were wrongfully on trial and the uh, the, the jury came back with a not guilty verdict and he with his emotion really felt like you did it and flipped flipped a, a jury verdict i mean i don't know if that works in criminal court but apparently it can work in civil court and for this guy just to come out and say that as a judge that he has no faith in the american uh just the american citizen that can sit on a jury the average juror and this man is is part of the team targeting donald trump because they don't want him in the White House. This video should be played on a giant jumbotron in front of that courthouse across the street every fucking morning. Loud and louder and louder. This video should be played. How could they have thought that? Well, I have a... Um... I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's you called jury notwithstanding the verdict, judgment notwithstanding the verdict. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. And all right, am I following the law or am I making law? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm following law. I'm, I'm an impartial referee, <laughs> but it's hard to factor out my own emotions. And I have tools. Somebody can say, well, Your Honor, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case. Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? Who gives a oh, fuck? And, and by the way, I worked for the Columbia Daily Spectator for a couple of weeks. What happened was I went there every day and I wrote a few stories. One I got criticized on because I wrote that some uh, Ku Klux Klaners had murdered some people, and, and I was told, you can't say that. How do we know? You weren't there. Well, that was what everybody thought. Anyway, yeah, we should have absolute immunity. What if we defame somebody? Um, that's how it usually comes up. You know, you call somebody a murderer or a heroin addict, that sort of thing, a pedophile. 
And if it's done in court, yeah, I think we should have absolute immunity. Wow. You know, I didn't actually listen to this in its entirety. I listened to like the first few seconds of it. I, they should have immunity for defaming someone in court, calling someone a murderer, calling someone... <sighs> throw out jury, jury vo- verdicts based on emotion. Can you imagine? This is the guy who's overseeing Donald Trump's trial, who hates Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, just issued a gag order on Donald Trump because Donald Trump pointed out some interesting things about his staff. But, oh, so there is, I didn't even see this. I just want to check something here. Oh, so you could go and and watch this, guys. We're not going to do it here. This judge's full speech, that was just clips from it. It's available on YouTube. I'm actually, hold on a second. Let me see if I could do this now. Just weeks okay. after a Tennessee. Hold on. Oh, that was not it. Stand by a second because this is, uh, I want to uh, I want to be able to put this in the chat this link because it's like a 20 minute long video. This is the full and I'm dropping it in now. Well, I was dropping it in. Hold on. That's the link for the full speech of what this guy was just talking about. It's like 20 minutes long. I'll probably watch it later. I didn't even realize that that was there, but I figured, hey, let me uh, let me share it with you guys. So yeah, uh, I'm going to say something controversial, even though I know I'm being taped. Like, these people don't care. And they talk about there, there aren't laws for people who are Democrats and laws for people that are Republicans and how they're enforced. And he says, juries get it wrong a lot. And he laughs about it and then says that's his own opinion. And unfortunately, in this country, judges' opinions matter. It, it, you know, they, who's writing the opinion? Like, it, it's the power we give judges sometimes is, is very alarming. It's very alarming. Sometimes it's funny. I see what they, but it is alarming that we give these judges so much power and most of them are appointed for life, but a lot of them are elected, which is another whole issue when you're electing judges because they're either Republicans or they're Democrats. So yeah, they are, they aren't, they're supposed to be impartial, but how are you impartial if you're running for judge and elected and you have to fundraise it's and I don't really know much about if if running for judge is the same as like running for mayor, if there are more restrictions on campaigning. I think it depends on where, but where I am, it's it's you're running as a Republican judge, and Republicans are going to do whatever they can to get you elected. So you have to make sure that you're making Republicans happy. Same with Democrats. You have to make sure you're making Democrats happy, but you're supposed to be impartial. 
how does that how does that compute it, it just doesn't and then you know when he talks about am i following the law or am i making the law well if you're ruling with your emotions if you're overruling a jury with a loophole because your opinion is the jury got it wrong because of your disdain for the defendant to me, that would be, well, you're, you're just making things up as you go along. Yeah, we have this jury here, but that doesn't fucking matter. I'm God in this courtroom. And that, that statement is, is fact in every sense of the word. They are God in that courtroom. What they say goes. Literally, judges can tell you that you cannot present a certain defense to defend your life against a guilty verdict, to prove your innocence. A judge can tell you, nope, I'm not allowing it. I'm not allowing it. Yeah, there's appeals and you can, you can, you can fight it. But it, it's, it's wild. Have a good day, Laura Ann. Thanks for dropping in. Big problem is no accountability for any of these judges. He should have been stripped of any responsibility. I would probably say that about most judges, unfortunately. And this isn't going to be a fair trial. What is today, day three, that Trump will be in court? This isn't going to be fair. And now they're prohibiting him from posting about the judge's staff because, well, here it is. I'll bring this up too. We still got a few things to get through, so we're definitely going over time today. It's just there's so much to talk about. It's hard to do it in an hour. Far-left New York judge Angeron, kid fucker, we call him a kid fucker, how's that for defaming, although I think it's true, issues gag order in Trump fraud trial. There he is with a smug look. So yesterday he issued a gag order in the fraud trial against Donald Trump. The judge threatened serious sanctions for violating the gag order, which includes fines and up to 30 days in jail. <laughs> yeah, let's, put, let's just get one thing straight. Nobody's putting Donald Trump in jail. It's just not going to happen. You would have to build a jail for the guy. Like Secret Service is like, yeah, he's, he's not going to jail. That's, that's a fact. Donald Trump on Tuesday delivered brief remarks to the press before he entered the courtroom. He blasted, of course, a racist AG, Letitia James, is a fraud, which she is. This trial is a rigged trial. It's a fraudulent trial. The attorney general is a fraud, and we have to expose her as that, Trump said of the non-jury trial. Now, Oh, yeah, here we go. This is him. And we have to expose her as that. You see what's going on? The rigged deal. What's the frankly, And frankly, you saw what was just put out about Schumer. And the principal clerk, that is disgraceful. Should he say? So, and that is that is something important to note. Also, Donald Trump doesn't have to be at this at this trial. It's a civil case. He doesn't have to be there. They could, as long as his attorneys are there and they can do what they need to do, they can. Uh, proceed he doesn't have to be there but he wants to be there because he wants to fight he knows this, this trial is rigged and he wants to show it as that but now the trump campaign and and him and and donald trump they posted a photo 
of Engeron's law law clerk posting with uh, Chucky Schumer. And there she is. And she was seen in the original video sitting next to the judge on the first day of the judge. She's the, the principal law clerk, Allison R. Greenfield, palling around with Chuck Schumer. Donald Trump puts out a truth. Schumer's girlfriend, <laughs> Allison R. Greenfield, is running this case against me. How disgraceful. This case should be dismissed immediately. What would be interesting is if at some point because of this, now I believe this truth was taken down. This post was taken down after the gag order, but it's all over. I mean, it's here. It's everywhere. Once you, once you put, listen, the internet's forever. Somebody's going to grab it. I'm wondering if this woman, Allison R. Greenfield, at some point is going to do what that other twat did and file a defamation lawsuit for millions of dollars against Donald Trump because of the abuse she has received or supposedly received after Donald Trump called her Chuck Schumer's girlfriend. What, what do you think the, the odds are that a, another civil lawsuit will be coming. Someone will say, listen, let's just throw another lawsuit at him. Come on, Allison Greenfield. He called you Chuck Schumer's girlfriend. He defamed you. I don't, who knows? So they, they'll, they'll sue him for anything. But that, that wouldn't surprise me. So the judge issued a gag order on all parties after Trump exercised, yes, his First Amendment right and called out the rigged trial. Consider this a gag order on all parties with respect to posting or publicly speaking about any member of my staff. Now, I don't know what the actual order mean, is, but the judge did verbally say, consider this a gag order to all parties with respect of posting or publicly speaking about any member of my staff. Law clerks. Letitia James is not the judge's staff. Letitia James is the attorney general of the state of New York. The case itself, it did the order. Now, the gag order, I don't know if there's more to the gag order, but I don't believe it said anything about speaking about the trial. So now, I interpret that as Donald Trump speaking about, being able to speak about the trial itself, the details of the trial, and Letitia James. I mean, the judge can put a gag order on Donald Trump saying you can't talk publicly about the attorney general, which I think is bullshit, but the members of his staff. So, oh, I just saw it. Salty Vader. Good morning, sir. Just came across your video on Rumble. Keep up the great work and God bless Donald Trump. Salty Vader for the $35 Rumble rant. Very, very thankful. Just so you know, if you haven't seen it, maybe that's why you donated that $35 is going towards the Christmas gift card drive for the Patriot Freedom Project to give children who are uh, whose parents are January 6th defendants a, a good Christmas. So it's the January 6th kids Christmas gift card drive. I'm matching it dollar for dollar. That $35 has now become, I can do math, $70. And they, uh, that will be going towards gift cards because that's, that's what they all want, uh, gift cards for January 6th kids to have a great Christmas while their parents, some, some of them mothers, some of them fathers, are unjustly incarcerated by our disgusting government's DOJ. So 
Salty Vader, thank you so much. I'm glad you're here. Hit the thumbs up. We're here every Monday to Friday, uh, 8 a.m. Eastern, usually an hour, hour and a half show. We have a great time. We have a great morning uh, group here, community, and uh, the salt must flow. So, Salty Vader, you have a great name. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you're here often. Also, check out our evening shows with my co-host James Curry live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We always have a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, any money, so just so everybody knows again, because I know there's a lot of people watching on multiple platforms. Rumble's not the only platform running. So any money that is on Rumble and the Rumble rants, any money that is donated to the show through Thanksgiving is going towards the January 6th gift card Christmas drive. I, I, I probably said that like four times Christmas for the kids through the Patriot Freedom Project so that they have great Christmases. None of the money's going in my pocket. As a matter of fact, I'm taking money out of my pocket to match it. And then and then after that, we'll throw it to something else. I'll find something else to throw it to the money to. And anyone that wants to subscribe for the $5 a month, which there are quite a few people that that do to on Rumble, that money as well is going to go towards that and then whatever the next thing I want to throw money at. Um you know, I don't, I don't make any money on the show. I self-sponsor with my cigar company, which I'll, I'll torture you all now since we're at that point and uh, show you the best cigar commercial that ever was. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. <laughs> Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. Thank you, President Reagan, for that great endorsement. If you haven't noticed, that was Ronald Reagan's voice from the grave. Okay, we conjured him, and he he was so graceful to help the Dilly Meme team put this commercial together. MyPatriotCigars.com, owned and operated by me. Promo code MAGA gets you 25% off. And uh, orders are coming in like crazy. And Brendan Dilly over at the Dilly Show, who I proudly sponsor with my cigar company, he's live every Monday to Friday, 12 noon on Rumble Eastern. So you should go check him out this afternoon. I'm sure most of you do. He plays this commercial on his show because I sponsor it. And every every time, every time he does, the Dilly 300 comes through, 
And there's always orders popping up every time he opens his mouth about it. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA. 25% off. You get orders. You get free shipping on orders. Over 100 bucks. There is a little lie in this commercial. Yes, AP Unfiltered, where I do say I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. I always smoke cigars, but you know the deal. It was, it was the commercial. I'm always smoking cigars. I smoked a cigar last night on my show that a friend of mine gave me, and I felt bad. I don't have the heart to tell him, but I just, I, I couldn't, I, I, I've never really smoked a bad cigar. I love all cigars, but it wouldn't stay lit. If you if you don't understand cigars, you just wouldn't understand. I, I think maybe it was because it was from a new shipment that he wanted me to try. And he, he owns a cigar company and his cigars are very good. But at one last night, I just, I was really, it was, it was really pissing me off because I hate when I know it's a good cigar, but for, for like one, for one reason, that specific cigar I was smoking, it just, it was a failure, but it is what it is. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. And you know what? Since we're on cigars, I don't know if you, I don't know how many people follow me out there on social media, but there are a lot of influential people that like my cigars, love my cigars. Roger Stone loves my cigars. Uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani loves my cigars. The um, uh, Some people in the Trump administration love my cigars. The Tate brothers, who are very controversial, I know, they love my cigars. Uh, Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate, especially Tristan Tate. I happen to be friends with their uh, attorneys, uh, Joe McBride and Paul Ingracia. Paul Ingracia's name you probably hear a lot on Twitter also. I'm also a member of the New York Young Republican Club with him, associate member. They went to Romania with Tucker Carlson, and they threw Roger Stone, actually. They were gifts from Roger Stone, brought the Tate brothers couple boxes of my cigars and Tristan Tate has mentioned it in the past but then the other day he actually did a little review on it which uh you know what I just think it's really cool that whether you like him or not whether you think he's a piece of shit misogynist womanizer whatever you might think about him me I, I think it's all bullshit I think they're, they're just going after him because they like to speak out against government and speak truth and they're very full of themselves I know but I will tell you that it's pretty cool when you see somebody like this with millions and millions of followers, You whether it's wearing your product, smoking your product, especially being a new brand, because um, it, it, it definitely has helped grow the brand, I'll, I'll say that, with, with people seeing it. So I'm going to play it. But he has, this is Tristan Tate. Tristan Tate does a Q&A cigar show on Rumble. You know, hundreds of thousands of people watch it. Um, he does it every week. And they have a whole studio. Sometimes him and Andrew Tate go off the rails. They're crazy. They do, you know, emergency meetings and the and the cigar. So anyway, this was from this was from last week, and I didn't realize that he did it. it was, I wasn't told that he did it. I was getting all these emails through the cigar website from the UK. They're in Romania, from the UK and Canada, asking if I ship overseas. Dozens and dozens and dozens of emails. I'm like, why am I getting all these emails? And I remember. I got the emails the last time when he mentioned my cigar. And I'm like, I, I got to go search up Tristan Tate's Rumble. And then I saw he did a cigar q and I'm like, all right, let me play the video and share his shit. There he is right at the top of the episode smoking my cigar and then giving a little review on it because it was the last one that he had. So I got to get more cigars to Tristan Tate. But yeah, check this out. I thought it was pretty cool. What I do is I light a cigar. And by the time the cigar is finished, I'm done answering your questions. Now, I'm on a tight schedule today, so I'm only going to be online for about an hour. 
the cigar I'm not going to finish because it is my last. I'm going to smoke this when I finish the podcast. Patriot Cigar from My Patriot Cigars. Beautiful American company. They make these wonderful cigars over in the United States. These boxes were actually gifted to me by the one and only Roger Stone. Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Remember that. that. And I have reviewed a Patriot Cigar TNT. They're all named aptly after explosives uh, on this show before. This is a Patriot Cigar MOAB. And if you are in the military, you know military jargon, you know that that stands for Mother of All Bombs. And this is the mother of all their cigars. So I've smoked loads of these. They are absolutely fantastic. Uh, Go to mypatriotcigars.com if you want to get your hands on some. They're fantastic things. But this is actually my last one. So hopefully... Uh, if I'm free soon, I can link up with Mr. Roger Stone. He can give me another box. I'm just kidding. I'll bring a gift for him. But uh, I appreciate the gift, Roger. They were absolutely wonderful. I spent many wonderful evenings smoking these Patriot cigars. And my final one is going to be smoked live on this cigar night with Tristan Tate. So by the time this is halfway done, I'll probably be done answering your questions. But I got some very good questions tonight, uh, some very interesting ones about a fight hype between a certain fight between, uh, um, you know, questions about Mr. Jordan Peterson, obviously saying my brother's name very recently. And I have a few things to say about all of this. So fasten your seatbelts. If you have any good questions that you want me to answer, send them across in a super chat. Uh, make sure they're compelling, interesting questions about world issues, things that you want my opinion on, and I'll be happy to discuss them. Hey, that's great. Lighten the cigar. So there's no need to spend too much of tonight reviewing the actual cigar. Because the review is the fact that I've had probably 20 of these over the last few months. And in a house fully stocked with Cubans, I have often chosen these above the Cubans for those long Now that's a review. Smokes. So they are absolutely fantastic things. I highly recommend you go to mypatriotcigars.com. And buy yourself some if you're in the United States, especially if you can't get your hold, you know, can't get your hands on good Cubans. Um, yeah, very, very respectable product. So thanks for them. Shout out to them. And thanks again to Mr. Roger Stoke. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I would, that was unexpected. You can't, you can't, you really can't get better advertising than that, especially when you're not paying for the advertising, literally. Like, yeah, I would imagine people would pay a lot of money to have the Tate brothers talk about their products. So, that, that was pretty awesome. And for him to say, you know, in, in the cigar world, I, you know, I'm a big cigar collector and I have a lot of Cuban cigars. However, I, I disagree with the Tate brothers where I actually believe Nicaraguan tobacco now today is better than the Cuban tobacco today. So, but it is cool when you hear someone from another country who like live cigar people who live on Cuban cigars because they can get them there. When someone like him who smokes cigars every day, multiple cigars every day, say that, he would pick my cigar over his fully stocked uh, Cuban uh, collection is, uh, is pretty wild. So, yeah. Anyway, that was it. Enough about my cigars. The – what else did I want to eh, – you know what? It's really – all this other stuff is kind of crap, and we're, we're like 15 minutes over. But, listen, there's a lot going on. Donald Trump is getting hammered left and right. The judge is going to try to shove it up his ass because they are going to do anything and everything they can to stop him and his race to the White House. We are not going to let him. Ian Went was on our show last night, We the People Radio. 
He's the founder and CEO of Official Patriot Gear. You have to know who Official Patriot Gear is. We were on the show last night, and he, and I'm going to close with this, and because this is great, and I, this is something that I have, I've thought of in a, in a sense, but really didn't didn't think about it the way he articulated it last night on our show. And James said to him, if somebody wanted to ask you, to to Ian went, what is somebody, what is something that someone can do to get involved in the Save America movement? in the stand up against tyranny, in the just not complying with tyrannical government. And he said, there's something, one thing someone, somebody can do very simply, which you see, maybe you don't see enough in your community. It's fly an American flag. It sounds weird, right? Like, what do you mean? Fly an American flag. And I, I, that was my first thought. And you walk out of the front of your house, and if you're on a tree-lined street, and there are houses, you know, both sides of your, of your, of your block are just house next to each other, cookie-cutter community, whatever it is. Ooh. What do you, do you see American flags on, on hanging from people's porches? How many do you see? Do you have a neighbor that doesn't have one that maybe wants one or just doesn't think about it? And a neighbor, you could say, hey, we should fly. Or maybe you fly one and they don't. Hey, you should fly an American flag. Man, I don't really want to spend the money on it. Me, I'd buy him one. But not only that, think of all the people that fly American flags from their vehicles only certain parts of the year. Fourth of July, Memorial Day. You saw them a lot during the presidential election and you know, things like that. And I'm I'm talking about American flags, not fuck Biden flags, not Trump flags. Those are those will go have their place too. I have a pickup truck. I had a flag on it. I haven't had one in a, in a while. And I kept saying to myself, I gotta get a flag put back on my pickup truck. Right? They make these really cool, like, super-duper magnet flagpoles now that go on the side of the cars. It doesn't matter. Imagine if one out of every 10 car in traffic that you're in every day coming to and going from work, just one out of every 10 was flying a visible American flag. Think about the vision of that. One out of every 10 cars. How many cars do you pass a day going to work? Hundreds? Hundreds of cars, hundreds of American flags. No, are you kidding? Hold on. First of all, AP Unfiltered text me. Not only can you give shout outs of, of Patriots of Cars on your video, but you tell me what promo code you want and I'll give you one and you can be in the affiliate program. I thought we spoke about that. My apologies. And Salty Vader, I really appreciate you coming in. It's, um, Great to have you. I hope you uh hope you come back and join us. You know, we we have some fun. And I, I love all you people that that come in. So th- th- this is something now I I and this just happened last night. I'm gonna promote, I'm gonna try to promote it daily. And I think everybody should put a post out on their social media today. And everybody should should start speaking about this. It's something very small, but 
I'm tired of seeing Ukraine flags on cars. I'm tired of seeing Ukraine magnets on cars. I'm tired of seeing Ukraine flags flying on people's front lawns. I'm tired of it. I mean, I'm going to be honest. And I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, now that, now that I see it, I don't see enough American flags. There should be American flags fucking everywhere. And what's crazy is the left and these sick progressive psychos are attempting and in some ways successfully villainizing the American flag and what it stands for. You can't get arrested for burning the American flag, but you can get arrested for burning or vandalizing a Black Lives Matter flag or a rainbow flag or a fucking tranny flag that I want to wipe my ass with. Call me a homophobe. Call me a transphobe. I don't give a shit. I'm an American nationalist. I don't give a shit the color of your skin. We're Americans. Be proud of it and fly the fucking flag. And I'm going to remedy the situation this week, today even. I'm going to get an American flag on my truck. Fly an American flag from your car, from your truck. Fly an American flag on your porch. Fly an American flag on your business. You don't have a flagpole? Hang the fucking thing. Do something. Fly an American flag. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your coworkers. Because after the January 6th gift card drive, maybe I'm going to have to raise money to buy flags to send to people to fly from their cars and their homes. But if you really can't afford a flag and you can afford something stupid, you can't afford to fly the symbol of our great republic, I have a problem with you. I have a, I have a, I have a 2002 Jeep Wrangler that I have to get the brakes fixed on. I love it. It's got 33-inch wheels, and I have the whole flagpole set up for that. It just it hasn't been driven in a while. Another thing on the buck on the uh, to-do list is to get the brakes fixed so I can get that going. I don't care about any of these other flags. And they're all great, but I don't care about them right now. We all need to start raising the awareness to fly an American flag. For every Ukraine flag that you see in your neighborhood, there should be 100 American flags. Okay? They're cheap. Make sure you don't get the ones made in China. There's actually companies out there. I saw the uh, thing on it on Instagram, and I forget the name of it. I would plug them if I had it available, where they American-made flags. If you have to pay an extra 10 bucks for it, fucking do it. And fly an American flag. And I'll tell you this. If you're following me on Twitter, which is ajacoby1776, it's right there in the ticker below. Right there. It's going by right now. Instagram, Twitter. Take a picture of your American flag and tag me in it. I want to see your American flags. And if you convince someone to fly an American flag, whether you buy them the flag or not, take a picture of it and tag me. And you should all be doing the same. Every minute you can on social media, are you flying an American flag today? Today's a great day to fly an American flag. I mean, there you go. There's one right behind me. And then there's the Betsy Ross 
behind me. It's it, it's literally part of my brand's logo, Patriot Cigar Company. Yeah, flying a Chinese American, a Chinese made American flag, you can get your ass kicked for something like that. People don't pay attention though; they don't pay attention to it. I appreciate the Patriots. So the the logo behind me, the big Patriot Cigar Company, that comes in a great three inch vinyl sticker along with other ones. Every time you order from me. It comes with a three sticker pack. You get three free stickers all the time, every time you order cigars. So, and they're they're really they're not they're not cheap stickers either. They though that thing will last. It won't fade for years. The way those stickers are made, they're great. Which you can get at mypatriotcigars.com when you order cigars using promo code MAGA for twenty five percent off your order. So listen. Flying American flag. I really thought that that was a great answer when asked last night by Ian Wentz. He said. Flying American flag. Imagine if one out of every 10 cars that you pass every day was flying an American flag. It would be glorious. You'd see flags everywhere. You'd see flags everywhere. No, nobody thinks about something that small. I thought about it. I did it. And you leave those fuckers on all year round. Yeah, you follow the flag rules. You take it down in inclement weather and all that stuff. But you have that flag strapped on the back of your truck. It should be there all of the time all the time so with that i'm gonna leave it there went about an hour and a half i want to thank everyone that showed up today that hit the thumbs up if you didn't hit the thumbs up you're a fed there's no excuse why you shouldn't hit the thumbs up on the video again special thanks to uh salty vader for the donation for the january 6 kids for the patriot for, through the patriot freedom project with a gift card drive hope to see you back it was great that you stopped in. Everyone else, thank you. Um, yeah, just follow me everywhere. Share out this video. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, as usual. And uh, this Friday, again, we'll be doing uh, Freedom Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry, Memes of the Week, and all that good stuff. So, all right, everybody, listen. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a good day. 